Welcome to the Game Pass Guru Podcast, where we're like a video game rental service, except you don't have to return us after a few days. Don't worry, we won't charge you any late fees if you fall asleep mid-episode. Now here are your hosts, Sebastian Mulden and Roger Reichert. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Pass Gurus Podcast, the premier podcast for Game Pass gamers to learn about the good Game Pass games that they should be playing or should have on their radar and definitely, definitely be on the lookout for. I'm one of your hosts, Sebastian Malden, and joining me today is Mr. Podcast himself, Roger, the breaker of chains, the undisputed king of all things Gears of War. He is also... <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> You gotta let me finish my ramble. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When I I couldn't help it because that was a reaction of like I was like, nope, that is not that is that is not true. You, I don't want anybody because like here's the problem. Continue with your statement. I'm sorry. I I, I interrupted your your uh, ramble. Continue. All right. He is known <laughs> as the Kingslayer in Halo. He is. <laughs> You should see his face, everyone. He is baffled. He is also known as the speedrunner of Banjo. Ladies and gentlemen, he has beaten every, every single game that you can imagine. He is the one, the only Mr. Podcast himself, Roger. Roger, how are you doing today? Okay, so uh, I'm doing well. Uh, Some of those accolades do not apply to me at all. Uh, I just got to quickly tell you the story that that you're saying all this stuff. (laughs) I have a friend, and when the pandemic first started happening, uh, we started playing Rocket League together, and it was a joke, again, a joke that I was a higher ranked, I was like silver ranked, and I was higher ranked than he was in Rocket League, and he was so competitive and so upset the fact that I was a higher rank, and I was joking, I mean, the part of the joke was the fact that I was that rank, and I'm not Mm -hmm. good at Rocket League, like, that's part of the joke, okay? But so then he was like, all right, during lunch break, we're playing against each other. So he like took me on one on one and like killed me. And he's like, see, I'm I'm better than you. And then I was like, yeah, but I'm still higher ranked than you <laughs> in Rocket League. <laughs> but my point is like, I don't want anybody saying, oh, he's he's the best Halo player. Well, I will show him. I'm like, I'm not. Stop. Stop. Anyway. Uh, okay, so what you're saying is I need to add different accolades outside of Halo and Gears of War. <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. if you want to put accolades of like he he lived past forty and nobody thought that would be possible for him, like those be like <laughs> acceptable. Uh, but uh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Anyway. So I, I feel like that's a that's a good starting point. We can build <laughs> off the living past forty. <laughs> All right. So, Roger, it's been a while since we've done this show. I've missed you, man. Yeah, we I did we too. have Yeah, we've had tons of Xbox news um coming down the pipeline. You know, to start off with, it's like we had the Xbox showcase. I know we both talked about that on our um retrospective other podcast, um, the Gamerheads podcast and the single player experience. We both talked about some of the things we looked forward uh forward to and liked out of Summer Game Fest. Um here though, I you know, the topic of the show for this episode is the games we're most looking forward to playing this fall or, you know, winter that's coming out on Game Pass. Before we get to the topic of the show, I do want to bring up one news bit that that sort of happened as of this week. And that is Xbox Game Pass price hike is coming in July. Did you hear about this? I did. I heard. Yeah, I didn't see what the price was. What was the price? OK, so 
This is according to pretty much The Verge, IGN. You can find it on pretty much all your favorite outlets. It said, uh, reported on Wednesday, that Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate monthly subscriptions will increase $1 and $2 respectively. So native Xbox Game Pass is increasing $1. Ultimate is increasing by $2. So this means that Game Pass natively will be $10.99 per month and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which grants every level of access that Game Pass basically offers, will be $16.99 per month. The PC Game Pass subscription will remain unchanged at $9.99. The price take uh, the price changes basically take effect on July 9th. Those who have subscribed on an annual basis will see the price change take effect once that subscription comes up for renewal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, didn't really bother me very much either. Bother. It's it, like it's like cheaper than a cup of co- coffee, right? Like the price hike. So that's fine, whatever. I actually yeah. thought it was fifteen ninety nine right now. So the fact that they're saying it's going to sixteen because I have the ultimate, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so I'm paying what I thought I was paying. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I that's understand. Fine. So, you know, out of curiosity, are you a monthly kind of um use like a monthly kind of subscriber or do you do the annual? No, I do monthly. Oh, okay. Yeah. You do I annual? usually do the yeah, I do the bundles. Okay. I basically okay. like I usually um bundle it up for like two to three years at a time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. So I usually do that. So I think I'm good for until twenty twenty six currently. Wow. So so this price hike won't affect you until until that, then, yeah. Until then. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, with the amount that the announced in the um showcase mm-hmm. uh, i i'm okay with the two dollar hike right if it was like we're gonna raise it by ten dollars i'd say probably yeah much, that's a little but... a little bit troublesome when it yeah. gets to that marker yeah yeah I, i'm right there with you i think um i do think that this is still the best deal in gaming by far yeah. so yeah. it's one of those things to where i'm like it kind of is what it is you know yeah. and like you said i'm like the I still don't necessarily know. Well, we haven't gotten any, like, I would say, A-tier Game Pass games this generation yet. But, like, we have gotten substantial, like, third-party games uh, through the service. And, you know, like, I think that makes up quite a bit of difference there. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, so the only other news I really wanted to talk about is um, we had two and two xbox big heavy news um cycles that came out of um summer's game fest a new xbox skew came out um the xbox series yeah. s in black um which has a one terabyte of storage did you like what you saw there i mean yeah if you don't have an xbox that's cool yeah uh, if you already do it doesn't really do yeah, anything those, so. yeah i'm like well i'll just go buy one of the um one of the external uh, hard drives that you can get. And, but the other thing is with cloud gaming, is a hard drive really worth it anymore? I mean, I guess if it's the games you own, it would be, right? But yeah, all the games that I play on Game Pass, a lot of them, if like 90% or more, I would say, are cloud based gaming. I'm like, and it works well. So there's really no reason for me to uh, increase my storage. I don't know what yeah. was your thoughts. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like as yeah. a person who has both like both of the next gen SKUs already, I it really didn't do very much for me personally either. It's it was to me it's one of those things to where I'm like I 
don't really see why this was necessarily made uh yeah. you know like i i would almost prefer to almost see like the the tv dongle that was rumored the one the one that was mm. just you plug into mm-hmm. the back of the tv and yeah. i i would prefer that lesser skew almost than, yeah. than this but yeah. i digress you know if they felt like this was necessary they must have done research on it and saw that there was a market for it yeah yeah i mean like yeah i mean if you don't have an xbox and this is you know this is a cool system to have and i do like the fact that it uh kind of looks a lot like the series x right because i mean just yeah. because it's the the black color where the, the you know the, the one that i have is a small white box it's okay um mm-hmm. but i think the the black box does look a lot nicer than the white because right? so, <laughs> i'm it, a black it, console but, guy myself because you, you i mean don't get me wrong i do clean my consoles but like when you have a white console you can see the dust build up mm-hmm. <laughs> You really can't. Yeah, I'm the same exactly. with my controllers. Like yeah, I prefer too. the black or darker colored controllers yeah. than the light too. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah. I mean, if you don't have an Xbox, cool. Good for you. You yeah. got another. I option. will say that. I will say that. Um, new Starfield controller that looked that was a white yeah. skew kind of looks really cool though. That did look <laughs> that looked, cool. That did look it's cool. It's really it's, cool. Yeah. Kind of expensive, but very cool looking. So uh, Roger, was there any news points that you wanted to talk about that like this week? No, I think you hit the things I was going to say about the price hike, too. I, I just didn't see the price, but uh, that's that's all I was going to bring up, too. So. All right. So everyone will move on to our topic of the show. So after Summer Game Fest, um, it seems like we have kind of a new landscape, uh, a lot of things to look forward to this fall and winter. Um, whether you be a Xbox gamer, a PlayStation gamer, and, or a Nintendo gamer, since there was a solid Nintendo Direct this week as of this recording, it seems like you got a lot to look forward to in the landscape of gaming. I want to ask, though, since this is an Xbox-centric show, Roger, what Game Pass games are you looking forward to playing this fall? Mm. We're going to uh, do three each. Should we start with our lowest, and then we both give that, and then we yeah, do two, for sure. and then we'll do one? Okay. Build up the uh, anticipation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I guess my third one, because um, this is a hard because I, 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 I mean, I like them all. So it's kind of hard for me to say, like, this is my third one. Um, but um, oh, boy, I don't know. I, I don't know which one will be my third one. I, you know, here. OK, I'll, I'll, I'll start with this one. So I never got into this game before, but it looks really cool and I kind of want to try it. Um, and I guess okay. this is my third place one is the City Skylines 2. Um, Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's on my list with okay, a bullet, okay, man. Okay, okay. Uh, I never played the first one, but then when I saw it in the showcase, I was like, oh, that looks really cool. Like, that looks really fun. And kind of just chill and relax. And uh, yeah, so that's that's on my list for sure. Oh, man, that is on my list with a solid bullet. You know, the crazy thing is we were going like we were kind of like ranking them that's my number yeah. one okay that's my wow. easily really? my number one really? i played a ton of, of city skylines the okay. original it's like okay. when i'm editing these podcasts or when i'm just like um or when i'm sitting on a computer and such like that like i happen to navigate over to xbox cloud gaming uh, through my pc and yeah. that it's just there like you can play it via the cloud and it is wonderful like i created a city called biscuit town named after my dog and it is basically Aww. like yeah i start you know you start off with no citizens and you try to see like how you can 
progressively make this city bigger, more efficient, how you can like oh. uh, up the flow of traffic, how you can kind of like rant. Do you add like a stadium there to kind of like attract like tourists from outside? How do you get the tourist revenue going? It is oh my gosh. so, it, yeah, it's so intricate. Cause like you just think like, Oh, I'm just going to create these streets and like see how this blossoms. But then you have to yeah. kind of like you, your strategic brain gets moving and you kind of have to figure out like, okay, like, I I need an industrial industry or I need an IT industry or yeah. I necess- or like how do I what bus route do I make for all these people like in, in case like for my lower like lower level citizens who don't necessarily like make a whole lot I need a bus routes to quickly get them from point A to point B the train yeah. system and plane system is also in this game it's like wow. you think this is just like a simulator game where you kind of can be cozy about it and you can yeah. to a certain yeah. extent but like stuff like fires break out like you oh know like there's there's robberies and and such like that you have oh to think gosh. about like yeah so you have to think about like where do i put my police station so that oh, like wow. yeah so so my crime rate will go lower where do yeah. i put my like fire stations because like okay if i have too many places without a fire station then I, if, if one fire breaks out in the middle of this like seven buildings could basically yeah. burst into flames before anybody comes there yeah and, Wow. Yeah, it's it's I cannot tell you how many hours I put into the original City Skylines and the fact that they're making an improved version that seems like you can put whole blocks at one time and yeah. edit like whole blocks at one time, man. I'm so excited. That's my most anticipated game this okay. fall for Xbox. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh well, what's your third one then? <laughs> yeah, that is it's you know, uh, um people probably are like, man, City Skylines, but yeah, it's it's once you get into it, it really hooks you. Um, yeah. my third one is Sea of Stars. Have you heard of this? Oh, yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks really good. Oh, the art style in this is absolutely gorgeous. Um, it kind of has a two D, uh, has a two D pixel art style, but really, um, looks like everything. Everything looks like it's hand drawn. I don't necessarily think it is, but like every, it's so good. It's a it's so good in the way it looks and there's dozens yeah. of original characters there's story arcs um there's some story arcs look like they're on the silly side of things some look um, like more serious it's like a rpg that feels like it feels like a retro rpg made with all the mechanics of a modern day like game and i i just think it's so smart how they mixed in those two elements yeah and that's uh that's coming out this year right that's coming out soon yeah. i think right yeah so um, yeah, let me give some dates out for you peeps. Um, so Sea of August Stars, 29th. <laughs> August twenty ninth. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, I had it up. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I'm glad you you um had it up there. City Skylines for everyone listening is the twenty fourth of October. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, lots coming down the pipeline. Those are pretty soon, actually. Yeah, um, that's really been cool. Flying by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we going on to the second one? Yeah, for sure. Go ahead, Roger. Okay, so my second one um, would be, oh boy, now again, uh, this is going to be hard to pick between these two, but I guess my second one is going to be Starfield. Oh, that's a good one. Starfield, and that's coming out on the 6th of September. Um, so I was not excited for this game when it was first announced. I was just like, eh, whatever. Uh, and then the showcase, it had its own showcase uh and what they showed from it i was like 
okay, this is really cool. This is mm-hmm. very cool. I, I, I really love this. And, you know, I like No Man's Sky. Uh, I like um, Elite Dangerous. Okay. Um, but the things that I don't like about those games, and I hope that this game is not that way, is like, especially with Elite Dangerous, the learning curve is really high on that game. Um, like, you have to, like, in, have you ever played Elite Dangerous, Everell? No, I haven't played Elite Dangerous. Uh-huh. So you're you're like in a spaceship and you fly around and then, uh, you can deliver cargo and whatever. Like you can go to these different ports and get different jobs and um, such. But like you have to fly, you have to actually land your ship on the runway or wherever you need to oh, land. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is hard. It is not easy to do. Um, at least I didn't find it easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um and so, yeah, I kept bumping into things and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to park my ship. <laughs> uh, and, and No Man's Sky, I would say, has a little bit of a learning curve. Um, for me, uh, I like it, but boy, it starts off super slow. Like, I think it does. Um, what I'm hoping with this game, there's a lot more action right away, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm hoping that it's not I mean, I hope it has the right balance of being a f- like space simulator and RPG. If that, if I like that. that. I like that. You know, like I'm right there with you. Um, and no man's uh, like no man's sky was something I really didn't get into at all. Um, oh really? I but um, I was the same way as you when that Starfield didn't win me over by that first like showcase the, where it had like a year ago, like in 2022. Yeah. Like that was to me, it looked. It reminded me a lot of like the build up for Halo in a way to where mm. like a lot of people saw like Craig. I think it was Craig Gate, the the grunt or elite that I know. What was it? It was like the alien that kind of looked rough in the face and people yeah, just blasting yeah, him all yeah, over yeah. social media. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it reminded me a little bit of that in the sense that where it felt like it just felt like a old Bethesda game. It looks yeah. like a Bethesda game from like. 2008 and i i just i wasn't impressed by anything i saw here now this looked impressive i was yeah. very excited to see the fact that you can customize your ships the fact you can steal yeah. sandwiches oh, oh my, my gosh oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah, the stealing sandwiches is hilarious right mm-hmm. I that was really funny uh but the ship customization how cool Psst. is that and then you can steal other people's ships yeah like, you know like and now it's part of your fleet like how oh my gosh yeah like I, I, I was, I'm excited to see what the creations are for some of these ships that come out, right? Like when oh, I am too. Ships. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's as fun as like building stuff in like Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, right? Where you can mm-hmm. just build stuff and then the system just like, yeah, we know what you mean. Like, we'll just allow you to do that and we'll, we'll fudge it for you. Um, I'm hopeful that it's like that. Not that like, oh, you can't do that. I'm yeah. Like, well, just let me do it. Nope, that won't work. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I really, I loved everything we saw about it. Like I liked, yeah. um, I will say the gun play looked a lot better than what we saw last year as well. It didn't necessarily look like destiny or call of duty, which is, I think uh, probably like top of the market when it comes to like really getting intricate of like how gun mechanics work, but it looked fun. Like it looked a lot better to me than fallout has looked, um, yeah. with their, with their gunplay. I yeah. w- the one thing that kind of won me over with um Starfield is 
the fact that they they're emphasizing storytelling and mm. i i want that i want a real i want a meaty rpg a western yeah. rpg at that that i can get involved into the story that i can learn about new characters and new universes because i felt like i haven't had a space version of that since mass effect if i'm being honest yeah yeah i mean even like elite dangerous mm-hmm. um the story is the way that you're telling it right because like whatever yeah. and and then part of that storytelling is like how you tell your friends like what happened um just quickly like speaking of which like quickly like when i was flying in that game and i was trying to figure out where to go with my systems and just like figuring out where i need to drop off this cargo all of a sudden out of hyper space like these big ships just, poof, poof, just appeared next to me and they're federation ships or some kind of federation federation ships and they're asking me uh, they were trying to hail me and they were like asking me a bunch of like questions about like what I have in my cargo and stuff. And I was like, I don't need this. And I like just <laughs> punched it out of there. And I just, I just like, I was like, just put in something. I don't care where we go. Just go. And poof, I was like gone. I like, you know, got away from them because uh, they're asking too many questions. And I, I didn't like that. So I, I got out of there. Um, <laughs> but the fun thing is like, right. Like that's just like the storytelling of like how you played it or how you play it. Right. You, Where you Starfield know, the, obviously has more of a story, so yeah, the you know, um, and that's kind of I, that's what I'm hoping for at least because like I I'm one of those type of gamers to where like I understand that people have high value in the fact of crafting your own story. The adventure yeah. is your story, but I prefer like I as a book uh, heavy book reader, I prefer mm. like. I want to see what what world has been crafted for me. I want to learn more about the lore and the universe. I want to see like what story you specifically came up with to enrapture me as opposed to you just creating a sandbox and saying, yeah. go make your own adventure. And I think that's yeah. where like the disconnect with like Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has been for me. It's like, whereas that game to me has like, I, and I played it, played it quite extensively. Like I get it. It has a story, but that the story isn't why you play that game. Like yeah. that, yeah. you know, that's that story is very anime. If I'm being honest, like yeah, it, it went, went, yeah, but I, and I will, and you know, as an anime person, I'm like, I, I can see the appeal there, but like, yeah, it's not the intricate story that like a Bethesda game is known for. It's mm. not like, it's not like the story that I, I'm looking forward to playing in Spider-Man 2, for instance. Like, I yeah. am looking forward to just in, like seeing what kind of really great Spider-Man centric story they can come up with. And that's sort of what I'm looking forward to in Starfield. I want to have a curated story that are curated sto- like story and side quests that I can just dive into and lose myself into. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Hopefully yeah. that happens. Hopefully we get what you're looking for. So. I, I hope the I hope it's the best of both worlds. I hope yeah. um everyone can kind of feast, but you yeah. know, because I I I feel like that's sort of falling out of style with gaming. It's almost like, hey, we just want you to have your own adventure and and basically live in a sandbox a lot of the times. And you yeah. know, I, yeah. I get it. I just you know, if you got a billion dollar budget, you can come up with a couple of stories for us, please. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. What's your number two game? Starfield as well. Oh, it, it, okay. it was Starfield okay. as well. So okay. that's coming out September six. Everybody, by the way, what is uh, so, what is your top game then? So my so we went through all oh, my we, games. Well, yeah, you, yeah. We, we already said your top game. I'm sorry. Like, City yeah, Skylines. it's all good. Um, What's your top game? Um, my top game um is a game that I I 
I've seen a lot about people are talking a lot about it, and that's Cocoon. Oh, man, I'm hearing great things about it. Yeah, so um, that's not coming out. I don't think it does it come out this. I don't think so. Does it come out this year? I think it coming comes out next year. Maybe I'm not sure. That might um, be a next year game. I'm not sure, but yeah. well, yeah, I mean, it's a 2023. Okay, so um, but so this is the this is a game from the creators of um, of Limbo and uh, Inside, mm-hmm. uh, and it's getting a lot of recognition, especially out of Summer Game Fest and out of. Yeah, Summer Game Fest. <laughs> I was say, what else? Oh, yeah, that was, that was the event. <laughs> um, it looks cool. And, like, a lot of people are talking about it. And, um, you know, I I liked the other two games that they, that they have. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this game, too. So from my understanding, and m- maybe I got the story wrong, I think it's, like, uh, a couple of people spun off of the original studio and made, and oh. made this game almost like a spiritual successor. Oh, yeah maybe and, yeah it looks um really good i i've heard um ryan mccaffrey talked about it recently on um, podcast unlocked about his impressions of that game he said um that he you know walked up to the the demo set and he played like an hour of it and didn't really didn't even realize like an hour had went by so really cocoon yeah they they're saying you can basically really dive yourself into this stat like this puzzle game and i'm excited i um yeah. recently played um planet of lana which was kind of in that same kind of puzzle vein of like yeah hi- a smaller title that's with highly curated puzzles and really enjoying myself there i think cocoon is going to be one to kind of look out for yeah yeah as long as the puzzles are not too difficult that it make, makes me feel stupid uh <laughs> you know because but it, it doesn't yeah. take much i'll just say that but um but yeah i'm I, I I'm super looking forward to this game. I think it looks cool. Um, I've heard really great things like uh, a friend of both of ours, Jill Grote, really has mm-hmm. sung its praises. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Did you have um, any honorable mentions, any other games that didn't quite make the top three, but you're still looking forward to playing this fall? Yeah, I mean, I think I think some other things um, like I don't know enough about this, so uh, I mm-hmm. but it seems interesting is the life of P like that's the lies cool. of P or oh, lies of P. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not like, yeah, lies of lies P. Of P. Uh, I think that's cool. I think that's, that might be cool. Um, and then I guess the other one, um, I mean, I, I, it's not, I wouldn't say it's honorable mention because it was going to make my top list, but I just didn't was see a stars. Um, I oh, guess it's kind mm-hmm. of an honorable mention, but I, yeah, I was looking for that. And then Venba, 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 um so that is have you heard anything i haven't heard this of this game? one oh so uh-uh. it is can you describe a, it yeah yeah it's a it's a cooking story simulator <laughs> so <laughs> the the story is that you are uh what well, it, it, it takes place in canada and okay. you um are a, a mother that that is I don't know if she's first generation or if she moved to Canada and she's raising the first generation of Canadians from India. They they moved from India. Oh, and, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, and and, mm-hmm. and it's about like how do you connect your culture um, without without losing your culture and you know raising children and that next generation of children, right? So that they understand like still have connection to their culture um, in a in a different in a different country. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, in the way they do that is through food. 
And uh, so you cook food, but then the story progresses as well, right? So you're cooking food and the story about, like, I think it's, I, I mean, just from what it looks like, it's like your son is growing up and like, you know, adapting to this, you know, culture. And, and the, the other fun thing is, um, so I interviewed the developers for this game. and Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, and uh, it, and part of it is like you have this cookbook that you brought with you, but some of the pages are torn and it's uh, kind of tattered, and and um, so like part of that is, I, I don't know how much of I don't know if they they said this exactly, but it feels like part mm-hmm. of it is like building, taking what was there and then building upon it, incorporating new things as well, and creating like something new from from your culture and adding to it so i don't know it looks really cool i like it a lot i love the art style of it um yeah it it has a very cool art style it's almost um it's not quite pixel art but it's like it feels like you're watching a cartoon and it feels like yeah it, it it has a really dope art style. I like the the premise there, and I love the representation of showcasing like that Indian culture because I feel like that's a culture that you don't quite see as often in games, which is a shame because you know like they have a lot of cool mythology and a lot of cool like and traditions and customs that could really play well to the video game landscape. And yeah, you know, I I'm so glad we're seeing more games like this. I think. Um, I think yeah, this looks like a game I'm going to play. I I think it comes out 31st of July and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It looks. I mean, yeah, I'm really stoked about this game, and I got to interview the developers, and uh, and it's really their story. It's really about about what they experience as well, which is really cool, right? So yeah. Uh, what about yeah. you? What are some honor- honorable mentions for you? Um. Yeah, I am. I'm really looking forward to playing a couple of games and my first one would be like the persona 5 tactics game like oh yeah persona I, I 5 tactics too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that looks yeah. cool I, you know, I, okay i'm i'm gonna admit like those are my style of games oh really the strategy game yeah but i never played any persona games so oh no like yeah. it's on game pass now you should definitely check them out i know uh <laughs> But then, yeah, to tie in the strategy part of it, I think that looks really cool. So, yeah. Did you like um, Fire Emblem? Yeah, I did. Yeah, this this sort of feels like a mixture between Fire yeah, Emblem and yeah. Persona 5. Yeah, and yeah. I, I love that. Like these are I really loved Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's probably my favorite Switch game of all time right now. Really? Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, See, I, 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 I liked it. It was OK. I liked to um, mm-hmm. engage better, though. Whoa, <laughs> I was the opposite. Yeah, I was the opposite. You know, um, I think it's just the I didn't connect with the characters as much because I, like Three Houses was yeah. my first Fire Emblem game, so like okay. I didn't have the okay. legacy characters to get hype about. Yeah. But I digress. Yeah, yeah. Like, really enjoyed that, and um, really looking forward to Persona uh, Five Tactica. And then um, the other one I was really looking forward to. What was it? Um, it is. What was the game? I want to say. Liza P is one I'm looking forward to, even though I'm not like super um, I'm not a super souls person. Like I recently I've um I was recently trying at Elden Ring and while while I like yeah, yeah, like while I like some of the mechanics of Elden Ring, some of the some of the like the mythology and, and lore kind of like lose me a little bit. So I haven't mm. quite been able to dive 
deep enough to say I'm invested seriously in the Elden Ring, but yeah, you know, like I do like some of the Souls uh, mechanics, and I did, I really enjoyed Bloodborne as well. And this seems like it's more akin to Bloodborne and and that fast paced style of that. Yeah. So it's so, based yeah, on, looking forward to that. Am I wrong? Is it based on Pinocchio? Right? Like it is based loosely, on Pinocchio. Loosely, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it's called not Life of P, Lies <laughs> of P. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and evidently there's a lie mechanic in this game that plays oh, into yeah. the gameplay. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's so, hilarious, Roger. Before we go, um, I have one last thing to bring up, and that is, what video game recommendation would you give to the listeners on Game Pass? Oh, what do you think that's they a should good play? Question. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a huge baseball fan. Oh, uh, and uh. And one game that's on Game Pass now because they acquire they've been acquired by EA, so you can play the EA games, right? Mm-hmm. Is um is Super Mega Baseball three. So the fourth one just came out okay. this summer. And in the fourth one, they incorporated uh that's the fourth one they got acquired by EA. Um mm-hmm. so but the other the other games weren't uh weren't weren't under the publisher of EA, but now because EA owns them, they're they're on like that uh game pass. But it is a goofy uh silly arcade style style baseball game. Uh when what's fun is like you can make your own teams. They have logo creators, they have colors. Like no, it, it's not gonna have any of your MBL uh, um major league baseball players on there at mm-hmm. all. So they don't have the license for that. Um so then let's cities you play in and the the teams that you play are all just like made up games teams, but it's really fun and it's super arcadey and it's not, uh, it's not like in depth with like how some Sims are, right? It's just a fun game. If you want to pick up and play some baseball, it does have like seasons and franchises and stuff like that. So it does have all like the depths of those types of things. Um, but not to the point where it's like you feel so bogged down that you can't even play baseball um yeah it's fun and then each character like has like a baseball card it looks like a baseball card i should say so um and you can pick your own characters you can adjust your characters accordingly so uh yeah it's a very cool very cool game i'm i i highly highly recommend i reviewed that game actually for gamerhead so if you want to check out that review you can go to gamerheadspodcast.com and read the review there so definitely will do that so my my recommendation this week is you know i gushed about it earlier i'm gonna go ahead and say if you haven't played city skylines and you're remotely interested in the the new game people (laughs) people should definitely check that one out are you talking to me are you talking to me like literally everything you said there was if you're remotely interested in the in the game coming out and you haven't played the first one you really shouldn't play the first one the crazy thing is like with you i would almost tell you check out persona first (laughs) okay Okay. Check okay. out Persona first. But then again, oh, okay. I'm like, if you're reviewing a whole lot and like you're also like living life in social that Persona's too meaty. <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest, Persona is a meaty game. Like That's hilarious. Persona three, four, and five at this point are all like eighty hour games, and that's like just the base base game. That's not even like to yeah. say the DLC are the the whole like uh, oh go back and relive like all a whole bunch of paths that you didn't like take that that game could be like persona 5 royal legitimately took me 150 hours really yes it wow. is meaty it okay. is meaty okay yeah all right 
So uh, Roger, you know, I, I may try it. I'm going to give it a shot. Okay, because there's no reason why not to. It's on. It's on Game Pass. So, uh, uh, man, only do it if you got time. That thing is yeah, that I thing's know. a That's juggernaut. True. It's, true. it's a juggernaut. True. I'll just yeah. dip a toe in it and see what it tastes like. Or yeah, uh, it, you know, it does have a, not that a I kind eat of a food lo- off my toes. <laughs> You do you, man. Everyone's yeah. got their preference in life. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Everyone's got their preference. You know, um, Roger, thank you so much for being on this episode with me. It's always fun to talk to you. Um, before we go, though, where can the good people find you? Yeah, so uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nintendoraj. Uh, and then you can also check out um, our podcast as well, the other podcast, GamerHeadsPodcast.com. Um, where you can hear this show because we also do post the show on there as well. But mm-hmm. then uh, other episodes, uh, you know, Sebastian has been a guest on Gamerheads, uh, so it's, it's you know, it's not like he doesn't know what Gamerheads is because he's he's been a guest several times now. Uh, and you can read reviews and articles there too. So, what about you? Well, first of all, thank you for for uh, for doing this podcast with me. It's really fun. Um, where can people find you? Always a pleasure, Roger. Um, people can find me at Sebastian PNR at um, all the social media platforms. You can also um, find the single player experience podcast, the other podcasts that I do on all your favorite podcast platforms, especially if you like hearing about the good single player games, you should definitely check out. So yeah, that's basically where you can find me. Um, everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Game Pass Gurus. Like Roger said, this is, you know, you can find this on the Game Pass Gurus um, um, everywhere you find their podcast, as well as every, all, all the people who listen to the Single Player Experience podcast. You can definitely find them at both places. Definitely check us out um, where we mentioned below. Before we go, though, stay happy, stay safe, stay gaming. And until next time, you know, Live your life to the best of your ability. I've been Sebastian. That's been Roger. And this has been the Game Pass Guru Podcast. We're out, everyone. Bye. Bye.